Tom Saunders getting through this in New York's Flatiron District. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. After attending our dear Evan Hansen screening on Sunday, Tommy and I knew that the best place to keep that adrenaline going was to dine outdoors at a Mexican restaurant along the bustling Amsterdam Avenue. Yes, restaurants like Playa Betty are the most fun, festive, and happy dining establishments. Even the food is fun. Well, let's start with nachos. Why, it's like having a snack before your meal. And even though it's hard to beat a hefty chicken enchiladas or beef tacos, the star of the show at a Mexican eatery is invariably the famed margarita, which you can order in seemingly countless varieties. And who can resist when your enthusiastic actress waitress asks another one? So I left my house margarita and say, viva. Mexican restaurants, everyone's happy place. Scotty, in balmy weather such as we in New York are blessed with these days, is there a more thrilling pleasure than dining outdoors or al fresco, as the Italians and pretentious people say? Yes, but it would involve public nudity and a zip line. But these are trying times. <clears throat> and but yet they are the golden age of eating outdoors in any city, and in particular New York, where parking spots are now joyful celebrations of foodie excess, which we've discussed. And it's true. Scotty and I downed two margaritas apiece. Two, an unlikely event for either one of us. And while I was never three sheets to the wind, I'm not ashamed to say that in a couple of hours I was down for the count and was back in my apartment sleeping at the not ungodly hour, but rather the overly godly hour <laughs> of 9.30 p.m. Well, that, that makes you a devout uh, religious person by just going to bed uh, that early. And now, Tommy, we did have two margaritas, but we weren't. Let me just say a couple of bros hanging out by the bar, slinging them down. No, we were polite and enthusiastic and, and, and great. A guy sitting outdoors, charming our waitress. Uh, and we had one, but also we had large amounts of delicious Mexican food. So in a sense, it, it was absorbed, uh, even though it did pack a while up. And then we decided to walk, again, the freedom of New York, many, many blocks across the Central Park uh, to the Upper East Side of Manhattan, where you uh, then did uh, slip into a, a taxi cab. A taxi cab going downtown. Yeah, yeah. Scotty, I, I'm so glad you mentioned that part of the story. Uh, it was uh, We discussed this uh, yesterday, our, our, our Sunday uh, outing. And, uh, but it, was cl it clearly was going to require two podcasts to cover this event. Yeah. Because uh, uh, not only did it involve uh, watching a movie with the movie stars and interacting and then winding up at, the, at the, the Mexican dinner, we had to leave it until today to actually describe this experience of eating early too. We were early birds, Scott. Oh yeah, well, we got out of the, the theater I believe at like 5.20, 5.30, something like that. And so, and that's a great freedom too. We had two margaritas. And when we left, I believe it was about 7.15 or so. Yeah, uh, it was and, starting and then to we, get a little dark. Uh, yeah, uh, and we did make that but we, but we kept going. We, we, we were kept going it. and we made the editorial decision that the editorial we, we're going to walk through the Central Park. And now we feared, well, it's dusk. In its seventies, and as you would always refer to the Johnny Carson monologue, would refer to the <laughs> two guys walk. This would be a the setup of the Neil Simon film. Yeah. Several guys, everything's great. Had to come already walking in. Boom, you get mugged. <laughs> yes, and 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 that was uh, it was just assumed 
that that's what happens when you go into Central Park after dark. But uh, uh, is you automatically, you know, just right at the edge of the park. Uh, yeah, can I have your yeah. money, please? Thank you. All right, yeah. go on. You know, right, right away, just a, a automatically. That's how we thought of it uh, living out in, in the Chicagoland area. We assumed that. But uh, here we were walking across a park that had many just non-muggers uh, oh, uh, wandering well, about. Oh, I, I, I don't think I saw a single mugger. As far no, as and not only were the people in the park, they weren't scurrying to escape before the yes. darkness enveloped. No, they were leisurely chatting and lounging. Some were strolling, actually. Some of yep. them were strolling, not scurrying. Oh, yes. No, not, much, not, a lot of strolling, more strolling than scurrying, far more. Uh, and so we're glad we made that decision and then strolled around. And then uh, here was something too, that I, you mm. were going into your subway station to, and it was closed because sometimes on Sundays, whatever, they'll skip stop. So that was a, I, that frankly could have most people would have just given up no at that point i'm never going home again i'm, I'm never going to go home why yeah. am i going to get home i can't get home there's no subway we didn't give up no uh we we headed for another subway stop on 86th street but then scotty i saw a cab and, and yeah. you know uh when you see that red light on top of the car and it's heading down and you know you can just hop right in well it's almost like a well, it's almost like a gambler, you know. You you just have to take that opportunity. Oh just, yeah, it's a gift too. A gift it's a gift. gift. And Tommy, a lot of people say you don't see taxi cabs a lot in New York anymore. No. It is largely ruled by the uh, ride shares or the Uber or Lyft. So it is nice to see the yellow cabs, which are tend to be more expensive now. I, I I've had them be very exp uh, uh, an Uber ride be more oh, expensive yeah. than a cab ride. But Scotty, especially uh, the in other a certain situation, wanted, I, yeah. I don't want to skip over this element of the story. We uh, uh, started dinner. Uh, at, we were early birds, um, and and there is a stigma to being an early bird, you know. Yeah. Uh, 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 at you know taking advantage of the early bird special, but we didn't. Uh, I, I, I wasn't thinking about stigma at that time. I was thinking about good Mexican food and a couple of margaritas. Guys. Oh yeah. And here's well, the here's the other thing. Yeah. When you're the early bird. The first person, I think people, you know, it's sort of a lot of the, the, the waiters and waitstaff that's at the beginning of their shift, they're more happy to see you. They don't have as many people at the, you know, just busting their balls, as they say. And, and so you're kind of at the beginning of the, uh, of the evening. So it's a happier time to have dinner, 5.30 well, at a so. restaurant. Yeah, also, that's when people really get hungry. You know, I remember once I uh, was invited out somewhere like Fire Island or someplace like that. And the big thing was, we're going to have dinner at 11 and we're making lobster. And to me, it was torture because torture. Who, who wants to eat at 11? Like, man, no. let's put it off until right before you go to bed. And, <laughs> and I love the idea. I always get hungry at 530. Yes, I will put it off to 6, 630 or 7. But no, that was perfect. And that was the power. Just two guys saying, we're yeah. hungry. We'd like to eat now. And, That's you know, right. people take that for granted. They go, well, is not how it is everywhere? Not really. Not no. really. And by the way, you say they were so perky and so and yes. it was a party scene, very lively. And uh, and again, the most important thing, Tommy, we are standing up now loud and proud that the early bird should not be a stigma. And it's a, mm -hmm. I know it's an easy Florida joke. Yeah, the early bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and it was no early bird special. No, it was the regular price because in, on the Upper West Side of Manhattan on a Sunday, people eat and down margaritas any hour of the day. And so we stepped in when we wanted to on our, our terms. We wanted yes. to have that now. So yeah. it was a marvelous experience. Uh, and we didn't catch a worm either. No, thankfully. Some, yeah. some delicious uh, 
uh, uh, tacos, and and I believe you had a you say you had a chicken a enchilada. chicken enchilada. Now, do I, I think you're going to get the carne asada, or uh, which, by the way, and I hope I, 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 I Mexican names. First of all, I just love the fact that there's so many uh, Spanish uh, uh, players of all different mm-hmm. backgrounds in baseball because the names are so much more colorful than like you know Dick Johnson. You know, but Mike Williams, you know, they're kind of bland names, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Jorge Posada, the, all these names. And actually some of the Mexican food sounds like a, you know, like carne like asada, sounds like a slugger. Here comes three. carne asada to the plate. Number, oh, he's hit 40 home runs. <laughs> number 14. Yes. Carne asada. Yeah. And it's a beautiful name. It's it's exciting. It's vivid. And uh, uh, and actually, that's what and here's the confession time. I was yeah. going to put this off. But here I am waxing. And you would think anyone listening that I'm mm-hmm. have always been a proponent. And I'm on the Mex. I'm on, you know, the Mexican Chamber of Commerce restaurants. I'm always the guy going to eat Mexican. Well, no, Tommy, you know when people say, yeah, what foods don't you like? And I would always say Indian and Mexican. And this was years ago when I barely wow. Mexican food. It turns out now. I love it, and I chide myself when I don't eat Mexican food enough. I love it, the food. I love the atmosphere, the ambiance, as we say. Indian food, I'm, I've had some that I've enjoyed. I don't, I don't, it's not my first choice, but I will, uh, you know, I have enjoyed it. But I really uh, openly said, I don't really like Mexican, and now I love it. So what a great, and it's admission. Uh, I, I, uh, mm-hmm. I was wrong. I was stupid. I, I said <laughs> things. I, it wasn't who I am. And you know that. Right? You know, when, you, when you heard me say it 40 years ago, I don't like Mexican. You knew that deep inside that wasn't right. who I am. That yeah. is, that is, certainly it isn't who you are now. No. And no. You, you've learned, you've gone through a learning process. And, and you, you have, uh, 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 hopefully, uh, you will be a, a different person going forward who loves Mexican food. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I'm absolutely, um, yeah, I'm a big, huge uh, uh, lover of, well, I wouldn't say I'm huge. I just say I'm a normal size person, <laughs> but I love, I do, uh, uh, there, there's a Mexican restaurant in the Palisades. I would eat there every single week. Every morning I would go and they knew my, my, uh, uh, my, what I wanted. I, it was always something slightly off the menu. Uh, three cheese enchilada with mole sauce. They, uh-huh. they made it for me. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, to me, Mexican food, but I, I, I've had bad Mexican experiences for mm-hmm. sure. And uh, one stands out, um, and I, I, this is due disclosure, and I, I can't just, um, it, it's not all froth and, and uh, um, yay, uh, Mexican restaurants. There's also uh, this memory where uh, I was, uh, a friend of mine, Mike, had uh, just uh, was throwing a birthday party at and he decided to to for himself by the way it was his birthday mm. and he gathered a bunch of friends who didn't know each other that well most of us we didn't know each other well that's always and, a tough thing to begin with having a tough that. thing yeah. sitting around a big table at a dive mexican restaurant in central los angeles he was really proud that he knew about and he was an hour late he was always late Oh. It bugged me. It made me, it, it, uh, when we played tennis, he'd be late and we only had the court for a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah. This you time, have it for an hour and that's it. So. Oh, my God. And this time he was like, and, and then the enchiladas were just drenched in butter sauce, Scotty. And it, it, it made me, uh, it, I, I found that dis- slightly disgusting. No, no, that's so, off-putting. But I ask you, Tommy, which was more off-putting, the enchiladas cooked not to your taste? 
but this man, well, it's, it's a variation of that expression. Why that Mike, he's late to his own birthday party. Yep. Which is Got better it. than late to your own funeral because that's yeah. sad. And also what difference does it make? And yeah, yeah, that's way, not, it's not, it, it's not your fault that you're late to your own funeral, but yeah, he was late to so by an hour. So an hour you're making conversation, me and, and, and my wife were making conversation with people. We, we didn't know, and, you know, and eventually, you know, and that, that, that can carry you for about 10 to 15 minutes, you know. Yeah. Hey, that's interesting. Oh, really? You're you're in uh, musical, getting music for various, uh, 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 for distribution, you know, <laughs> sort of trying to understand another person's yeah, job or whatever Well, then I'm is. sure you start with, uh, so uh, how do you know, Mike? Yeah. You got, there's no other way to get in. No, that's, so you, that's, that's right. Say that. And, and, and uh, and then you hear that story. Well, we were both friends in college. Oh, that's and that, that doesn't go too far. No, but you, but you keep plumbing it. Really, how good a friend? Like, did you? What did you do during uh, during your sophomore year? Just for fun. I know you told me all about the freshman year, but tell me about <laughs> the sophomore year again, because yeah. because literally, hour an hour went by where he was just and he shows up and he there's no apology. It's just hey, I'm here, grinning. Oh, I got so angry. Wow. And, and then the, 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 the enchilada drenched in butter sauce. I wonder if that's that particular, you know, a quirky kind of authentic. I don't know. I've never quite heard it that way. But it's a, you know, it's it's a, but it, it's good that you came out and said it and, and honesty. And try, but the, the great thing about the Mexican experience with the food is fun and excellent. And it is it's a fun food. It's sort of like and it's actually, uh, from what I hear, on the pretty healthy. I mean, beans and all that. I mean, it's it's uh, rice and beans are a complete protein. Yeah. Uh, if you eat them together, you can't eat. But you, you have to eat the rice and the beans together. You can't eat the rice one year and then beans the next. Year. <laughs> no, it has to. It be. has to be at the same time. Unlike, uh, unlike, by the way, pet pneumonia shots. Yeah, totally different. That you have to wait a, a little more than a year to get your second one. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah, so, so it's not so a lot of people. They'll get that confused. Pneumonia shots a lot like rice and beans. No, that. No. And I say emphatically no. No, definitely eat the rice and beans now. Wait yeah. on the test. Wait, get separated for a year. The pneumonia shots, but no, there is something, and I can't. It, mm -hmm. it, it was that feeling because we were in a happy mood. We had I had briefly chatted with Julianne Moore, and as we said on, on yesterday's podcast, we envisioned quite rightfully and plausibly she would have been searching for us afterwards and found us at Playa Betty. Oh, I found you guys. I had a feeling maybe you'd grab a meal at a nearby joint. Well, because you were such yeah. a great, uh, we were great audience members. Yeah. This is, this is where, you know, every so often the, the uh, a celebrity will, uh, at an awards show, clap their hands to you, the, the audience members who made yeah. my movie success. Yeah, that's not enough. Seek <laughs> us out where, after we've watched your movie, seek us out where we're having dinner and come and, and spend a few, a little time with us. I, 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 the more I think about it, the more I think, you know, where was Julianne Moore? Uh, when well, we I, I were think having she was, dinner? I do believe she was looking, or maybe her handler was going, no, Julianne, we can't stop off. But they're so nice. She wanted, she wanted. Oh, she absolutely it. wanted to. Oh, okay. And she would have said, Mind if I take a seat, guys? And of course, Julianne, <laughs> Margarita, and Julianne Moore, and everybody <laughs> applauds. Uh, 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 yeah, that would have been that would have made our, yeah, as they say, made our day. But uh, uh, our day was unmade as a result of that. Well, because uh, of, of her hierarchy, of celebrities so, can't do that. But she wanted to. I know it. I could see in her face. Even when I walked away, she wanted uh, more. And when I had good. the opportunity to chat with Jessica Chastain even more at length after uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye. 
I part of her, we, we paused and we knew we wanted to speak more, but they were pulling her, you know, from every side. Yeah. Come on, Jessica, come on. And she looked at me and, and I had my mask and she could see in my twinkling eyes that I understood. Oh, Scotty, what a, what an uplifting story uh, where, where you, uh, uh, in spite of the mask, you were able to, to, to make another, a celebrity feel okay about not. I, 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 frankly, Scotty, if you hadn't have told me that story uh, and, and also speculated that Julianne Moore probably wanted to join us, yes. but, but her handlers uh, prevented her. I, I, I'm glad you told me that because I was ready, ready to slam her on Twitter who does she think she is? We we were uh, 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 an audience member of her uh, movie, Dear Evan Handler. We applauded. We stayed for the credits. We stayed for the Q&A. And you didn't show up when we went to eat Mexican food. Well, you know what? We're not, I, I, I'm not going to. Uh, no, no. And I think thought. you agree with me that she, if it was up to her. She would have been there. But I think that's people would say, well, as we tell the story, oh, there, there they go again, Tom and Scott, making up these fanciful, delusional things. Delusional? I don't think so. No. Why wouldn't that be the case? Like, yes. they saw the film. They like my performance. I want to hear more about it and, other th and, and about us, too, about our lives. What, wouldn't she much rather have margaritas with us at an outdoor restaurant than go off with her handler to some other press junket? Oh. So, so I really think it was she wanted to be there. And uh, and maybe someday, Tommy, that will be the case with her or one of the other yeah. fine uh, actors that we. Well, that would be great, actually. It would it would really punctuate this because as our listeners can hear, there's a certain wistful quality. You know, this is the second podcast we are. You know, this is a two part uh, story. Obviously, yeah. it's too big for one podcast. This night of of uh, I won't say revelry because and it's barely a night since I was headed oh, back the uh, night at yeah. eight o'clock. It was actually a daytime into <laughs> twilight, but that's where it ended. It uh, you know, yeah. I think you got into your cab at around uh, uh, seven forty five, something like that. So. Right, getting home at a, a, approximately eight o'clock. Yeah, and then feeling fairly sleepy. At nine thirty, Scotty. That's the power of the uh, of the margaritas. That's what they do to me. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I uh, 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 that's that's me. That's a that was a wild night for me, Scotty. Well, and I didn't. We didn't do it again. Hey, come on, let's get. No, it just seemed right. It was almost like we just loved being in that spot with our waitress and just the. It was a beautiful evening and or late afternoon twilight, whatever it was, and and it just was a way to continue it and. Um, and again, we emerged and we walked through the Central Park. So it and these outdoor dining pavilions. Now, this was part of their normal outdoor dining experience, but they had another pavilion. And it's such a wonderful thing for those who have not been in Manhattan uh, in the last year and a half or so. It's really a, a wonderful. Uh, oh, no, these pavilions, these outdoor uh, a parking place uh, um, eater, you know, extensions of restaurants due to the pandemic uh, are just absolute showcases sometimes they're just yeah. flowery wonderlands that and we've said it many times that that make you eschew the actual restaurant which seems dark and dank and <laughs> sad and indoors but i wonder scotty uh, uh, uh the win as they say winter is coming yeah what will that be like will we huddle around i mean you'll you'll still want to eat outdoors Right. Yes, yes. Well, and may, I may say, I'll just jump in. Last December, Tommy, at a very different time, pre-vaccines, everything, uh, I did dine outdoors on New York's Upper West Side. And here's the kicker. I was too hot because 
I wore so many layers thinking I'd be in a, uh, you know, a frozen igloo type situation. <laughs> they had a heater. I was actually, you know, and I, the person I was with actually sort of gently mocked me for all of my yeah. layers. So, uh, yeah. so I'm actually ready for it. I'm, I'm going to actually wear less uh, this winter. This, uh, you do have these heaters, you know, much like in Palm Springs, you have the misters for the 120 degree days, but we, the yeah. heaters work. And I think I'm going to keep, I just love that experience. As you say, I mean, with Playa Betty and other Mexican places, it did have an indoor outdoor feeling and it was festive inside too. But most restaurants, as you say, it's just kind of, Oh, do I have to go inside? Yeah. I don't want to get, go inside. I love these outdoor areas. I love them. I love that you, that, that you people parade by it's, it's yeah. just visually more stimulating. You can look at buildings down the street and people as they stroll by, it's just yeah. so fun. And you're outside and it's al fresco. Yeah. And, it's unlimited. And, and by the way, it's unlimited. So when you're in the restaurant, it's whoever those 20 people are. That's who you look at. Yeah, that's it. You, you don't get to it. choose them to my knowledge. Yeah. Uh, and they may be the very nice people, but that's it on the street, Tommy, the yeah. world, and the world's your oyster. And again, this is even a restaurant that doesn't serve oysters. Doesn't serve oysters. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not a big oyster person, although I'll eat oysters, definitely. Like a cherry but I, I don't want the world to be an oyster. I'm, no. I want the world to be a world. Uh, 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 yeah. It's fine as a world, and that has oysters in it. That's fine. Yeah, if you choose. If you choose. If yeah. you choose. You just I don't want not. a mandatory oyster <laughs> uh, thing. Uh, and again, but, it's an odd expression yeah. that I really. Uh, uh, but but that is how you feel when you're out of doors yeah. at, at dining. I I love. Uh, I mean, Paris and Rome were big with out of doors areas uh, uh, in front of restaurants, and I always thought how wonderful if New York could could uh, could copy that. And now they finally are. Yeah. And it, it truly is, you know, you, you would linger that these out of door cafes, for example, in Paris and, and, and um, Milan uh, or, and, and, and um, uh, Madrid, where people would uh, would uh, sit for hours over a cup of coffee. I don't know how they do that. They would nurse a yeah. cup of uh, espresso for hours as they watch the, the world go by and, and, and they wax philosophical. Uh, about things yeah. uh, uh, you can't it's harder to wax philosophical inside a restaurant when you're just seeing the same other diners oh and eventually you get it's kind of stuffy or when yeah. you got to turn the table over as they say in the yeah. parlance of the restaurant industry but also Tommy, it's so much more you know i walk along madison avenue a lot in the tony shops sadly some shuttered but others are going to come to replace them but the to see how the other half lives and they're in these gorgeous dining pavilions. Previously they were shuttered inside. So the average Joe like myself couldn't see them, but I walk by and I get a vicarious still seeing these happy, yes. wealthy families and, and children and everybody and, and, and couples uh, 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 eating and, and enjoying a, a, an expensive repast yes. where before they were walled off. Oh in yeah. The clubby uh, confines of, of expensive restaurants. Now they're on the streets for all to, to <laughs> uh, uh, observe and, and, uh, and stroll through. It is Scotty. It exactly. Really of has, all it, it's broken life. down the, the, yeah. the, the uh, duality, the, the, the uh, divide, the, the economic divide of America that w we've been so worried about. Oh, yeah. lately. Well, well, previously I couldn't just go into Nello, one of these famed $40 plate pasta, you know, places and go, I just want to, can I just take a peek? Yeah, just what, what, sir? By. Do you want a table? No, no, I just want to. Yeah, it's kind of fun just looking at the mm, faces. That looks and... good. Yeah, no, 
You know, uh, I couldn't uh, uh, similarly down here stroll into 11 Madison Avenue yeah. and uh, uh, the restaurant that that, uh, 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 that only you go to yeah. when it's a really special occasion. Yeah. And, and um, but to, now I certainly can stroll uh, 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 down the sidewalk. Of course, they don't have it open up uh, onto the street, but they have, uh, you know, that's the problem. They don't, I don't think 11 Madison is open up onto the street well, at some, all. Some places are restricted because Madison is a little narrow down there or something, but, and some restaurants just can't do it. But we did, as we talked about, uh, Pete's Tavern, which has always been a comfort station, a place where we go. Uh, their outdoor is, is comically gigantic. It's literally almost the whole length of uh, 17th Street between a couple of avenues. And it's uh, a whole it, different piece. You know? uh, it, it absolutely it, 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 ext- it more than doubles the size of these restaurants. We've we we are. so I mean, and, and that, that's the thing. I just don't want them to go away. I want them to be like I want New York to be like this forever. And I think it will stay. I have a friend who uh, loves going up, but he'll say to me. Uh, and I for look, it's you know, I, I it is safer to eat outdoors, and it's not like it is unsafe indoors. But I would rather, if I can, eat outdoors. But he's like, I only want to eat indoors. So sort of like, why? It's not better. It's not better yeah. eating indoors. There's very little. Uh, I mean, unless you're in some gigantic, magnificent, you know, g- gilded age chandelier kind of thing, maybe that the kind pump of room in Chicago, yes, is the, same the famed pump room, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 yes, it, it, exactly. You're not better off, uh, in, inside, um, uh, uh, yeah, it, 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 absolutely, Scotty. There's no, uh, real advantage to doing that. Now, uh, I recall when we were up in the Catskills, we were driving around looking for an outdoor restaurant. And this was, uh, something that was absolutely, we we hunted it out. We looked yeah. for outdoor places, places you could eat outdoors. If if you can't, then we don't. Yeah, and, and it was worth it because we really felt that we were uh, we were we wound up at a place in Woodstock, and we got to see the passers by in that fabled town. Also, we had to grapple with uh, uh, this is not just uh, small towns upstate, but some restaurants close at three, don't open till five, or they just close at three, and that's it. So we had to deal with that and even oh we're not serving anymore so it was really a a thriller once again a race yes. against time and hunger to find a place and then we we ultimately did and then uh, uh you know so but I, I i do i i getting back to um you know the mexican restaurant experience oh. on on um on the upper west side uh, on amsterdam avenue it was uh yes uh, uh and where there are lots of restaurants by the way i i'm, oh, one I'm after really the other. thrilled that there's a, a it will be uh, if we return there, and I hope we do someday. It would be nice, and this is again. I don't know if her handlers are listening, but it would be really a great surprise if Julianne Moore were to just to show up. You know, just like yeah. she missed the first time we ate at uh, at that Mexican restaurant. What's the name of it? It's uh, Playa Betty. Playa Betty. Yeah. Just so, so so they know. Yeah. And and uh, everybody's you know six degrees of separation from everybody else, so maybe you could tell your friend, and they would tell her handler. But it would be nice surprise, and it will still be a surprise. Too, oh, absolutely! Just because I mention it, no, she mean- would be. I see her coming in, kind of breathless, going, "Oh my god, I can't believe I finally found you guys." You know, I've come back to this place eight times. Oh, my- and oh, we, if we knew, we would have come back. And yeah, I so wanted to talk to you guys after the screening, and yeah, I had because you're on such to- good audience, man. Yeah, and I really wanted to, and you know how it is. The, the yeah, they got to go to the would, next one. 
you know, and it would make up for everything. Not that we didn't have a wonderful time, Scotty. Yeah. We did yeah. uh, uh, on Sunday after after that movie. And it was just the two of us and a nice uh, waitress who was kind of, she was perky. And, yeah, and theatrical. And, and, and again, at the beginning yeah. of her shift. So I really feel eating early, you get an energy from the waiters that you just, you know, an attention that you don't get as the night uh, drags on. So. Well, and also we were ready to eat then and have the market. We were ready then. to eat. And it we was were... just beautiful to be out in that time of day. You know, why wait to the darkness? To eat no. Out? Eat 5.30 when it was still light out and sunny. And it was Yeah, like... that's how original humans did. They didn't just wait to have dinner at 11 o'clock. Cave people or people... <laughs> Who, who uh, live by the, you know, the, the, when the sun woke up, when the sun rise, go to bed when it sets. They didn't, you know, oh, let's no. stay. I, I agree with your thing about having to stay up until oh. 11 o'clock. No, it's incredible. And it really, it does, and even now, there's a stigma. Like if you're with, you know, the in the know people, so like, we don't have dinner until nine o'clock at night. And when did you have dinner? At 5.30, kind of eight at 5.30, yeah. early birds. It's like you have to apologize. No. I was hungry. Yeah. I didn't, I, I wasn't <laughs> able to control myself until nine. Yeah, that's what they, that's what they want you to do. They want you yeah. to, to beg your forgiveness, but don't do it, Scotty. Say it no. proudly. Oh, absolutely. Well, we're setting a, a new movement. Once again, we started so many movements on this podcast. Yeah. They feel good about eating early, early dinner. <laughs> no, we're not calling it early bird. We're not using those terms. That's no. what they want us to use. That's like, right. Establishment, that, but that's yeah, not what and by the way, what we are, what we eat isn't worms. No. So, uh, uh, and we find that offensive when people say that uh, uh, early bird catches the worm. Yeah. Uh, you could also say the late worm is caught by the bird, by the way. I've always thought that you could reverse that saying. Yeah. And it's really uh, uh, um, terrifying. Um, oh, yeah. But oh, true. Yeah. Well, then the worm, the classic, you know, let the, uh, uh, opened up a can of worms. So worms feature prominently in our, cliches yeah it is interesting yeah that that um and um but but i have to say we uh, uh it, it would it, it would just be such a thrill and i'm not saying you know uh that we didn't have a great even we did and, and and walking across the park at just as it's getting dark but discovering that we but not getting mugged no and, no uh, uh, everything worked out the cab just showed up at just the right time for me anyway yeah, yeah. and uh, uh uh but scotty the next time we go there, I just hope, I, I, I really do hope that, you know, we'll, we'll just, there'll be a rustle and you'll hear something, you know, and you'll look around, you know, people are sort of suddenly murmuring and, oh, it's Julianne Moore. Oh, wait, she's coming to our table and she has a big smile and maybe a little gift. Some, some little gift would be well, nice. She's, that's, I, I could see her doing that. And I, and not only to, well, I, I mean, do you, do you think the gift is too much? I don't, we she, don't want her to feel the gift is her being there. That, that's, uh, yeah, that is true. The but I do feel again, showing up. and I say this not just again in any delusional way, just as we've said that we no. feel we could be friends with, uh, um, the, the, the Nobel uh, science winners, Miss, uh, Duda, yeah, Charpentier, Charpentier and, and Duda, and not just to meet them, to be friends, no. to see us being good friends with, Julianne Moore and, and and just to really hit it off and she go I can't well, that's it. The, yeah. that's where I think this goes yeah uh she shows up when we have our the next time we we go to Playa Betty and 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 by the way I I definitely think it should be 5 30 uh, oh absolutely in, uh, in well, that's when she'll be looking for us too that's when she'll be looking yeah. for us yeah. and and it'll be just such a thrill when she when we look up and you know and I'll be a little nervous you know, will she show up? Won't she show up? I I, I will be. I, I'm yeah. I'm not. 
saying I won't be a little distracted, but the relief when she does show up and she has these gifts for both of us, you know, just kind of, um, you know, like to, uh, little little things that she just gives to yeah, us. Not, not pricey, just a, not pricey, yeah. but little mementos. And then she takes us off to her cabin somewhere. Um, great. I'm not going to say I'm not even speculating where it is because I don't want people to bother her. Yeah. Uh, uh, in her, in her, but she and that's where we unwrap our our gift. Oh yeah, yeah. Or you know, or maybe even take a stroll with her through that very same Central Park. Oh, Scotty, you're that's right. what Julianne right. would do. The gifts yeah. are totally secondary. Uh, yeah. just, just if she could stroll with us through, and tell us, you know, what, you know, we're we're all people are always telling her what a great you know performer she is, what a great actress uh, or actor uh, she she always is. It'll be nice to hear from her telling us what great audience members we are. Yeah. It'll be just not, it'll be, that'll be a really special moment. Oh yeah. And I think it's going to really, once again, talk about movements, how many movements did we start in this one episode, the whole feeling. And I, and many celebrities are that way. They, they wish they could have this time that we speak of with yeah. people like you and I, they can't because they're always, always on to the next one. Come on, let's go. And it's always that handler, which is not, looking yeah. after the best interests of people. Like Never. You but I know that the truth, you know, the wonderful, the most talented are probably the most wanting to meet with us. And that's going to be the trend. It's not going to yes. even be, people won't even really be uh, raising, uh, whatever, the, raise an eyebrow, be like, well, of course she sat with them because, yeah. uh, you know, they're very and, good and, audience. And, and maybe there, and I can envision a day where celebrities are waiting outside our house, our apartment, yeah. uh, you know, waiting to see us. And, and you know, have felt selfies taken with us, and and, yeah. and so on, as, as really good, you know, and just purely based on our, on on what good audience members we are. I think that that is the day. And I, I and some say, oh boy, that's going to be a problem. You you know, you're going to be nagged at by. You think it's going to be great, but then they're always going to celebrities are always going to be bothering you. I don't I don't feel that way. I feel no. look. I, I, I'm I, I like I, I'm glad for the attention. It's when they don't bother you. Oh, that's when you got to worry. No, I by the way I look at it, Tommy. If the celebrity took the time to come over to, to thank me for my role as a great audience member, I'm going to give them that time back, and I'm not going to be looking around like, are there any other celebrities? Yeah, thank me. No, I'm going to be focused on them, <laughs> laser like, and chat as long as they want. <laughs> Scotty. Uh, uh, I mean that—that's—that's that's a true. I, I want to say professional, uh, uh, but uh, audience, being an audience member is, is is sadly not a profession. Well, although we spoke about it yesterday that it it should be, it can it be. be a good audience member is is well. I mean, one audience. of the great, the great audience members. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, we're talking about the greats the, on whose shoulders we stand. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, but but yeah. uh, anyway, uh, this this is obviously we're we're opening a, an even newer can of worms, a fresher can of worms, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, and um, uh, on that note, Scotty, I I'm just going to say I am sincerely Tom Saunders. And I remain uh, yours truly, Scott Blakeman. And we're getting through this. <laughs>